1: Yeah, you should you try it. You you give it a go, and then I'll give it a go. We'll see what happens.
0: Okay. All right. Hello, and welcome to the I don't know what episode it is.
1: Uh, God, we, Tim, is it's it's it fifty
0: three? It's, it's fifty four. Fifty four. Hello, and welcome to the fifty fourth episode of Slow Ride Podcast. I am the little guy in Minneapolis. With me tonight is.
1: Uh Spencer. I'm uh, Spencer Howe in Boston, Massachusetts. That's terrible, little guy. Okay. Maybe I should start. All right. Go for it. Try it. Hello and and no, that sounds like Tim. I don't want. I don't want to do that.
0: I can do it again. We do it again.
1: Hi, welcome to the fifty-fourth episode of the Slow Ride podcast. Uh I'm your host, Spencer Howe, uh, joined by Matt Allen in beautiful Minneapolis, Minnesota.
0: Hi. Is that any better? A smoother.
1: A smoother. Yeah. Uh, well that's what we're going for.
0: That's good. Oh, we are.
1: So, so now that we're done with the intro, um do okay. you want to get right into our our, uh, our agenda here, our, our tim list agenda? Should we should we explain what's mm-hmm. going on?
0: We're only going to talk about um bike parts and and you know, working on bikes and things that Tim doesn't know anything about, right?
1: Correct. Um okay. so we, I know we just started, but how do you feel already having gotten out a few sentences? Uh, and not having been interrupted yet,
0: it feels good. It's it's weird.
1: Do you feel like um, you, you have your wings, like you're flying? You're learning. You know, I
0: thought? feel a little stunted because I'm I'm used to having a moment in the middle of my sentence to collect my thoughts to finish my sentence, and now I, I have to go from the start to the finish without anyone interrupting me, and I don't I don't know what to do. I I I've never had to construct a sentence all at one time, you know.
1: Yeah, it's been a long time. We've kind of uh been trained <laughs> trained by. So, uh in case you you haven't picked up on it, uh uh we are we are two uh two of the normal three hosts this week on the Slow Ride podcast. Uh uh Spencer here in Boston, little guy there in uh Minnesota, and uh we are without uh Team Dad uh, tonight. Tim is oh, Tim, Tim is unavailable. Coach Tim is out of the office. Um you know, they the, the do not disturb sign is on his door and uh it
0: probably, is. So it probably we're, is.
1: We're running without a safety net here tonight. Um I've I've I never <laughs>
0: we should, I suppose we should start by saying congratulations to Sarah, Tim's better half mm. on completing her degree and proving once again that she is Tim's better half.
1: That has never really been in doubt, but uh It's yes. never
0: been in doubt, but occasionally she likes to get degrees just to drive the point home a little bit.
1: Just to, you know, hey, hey Tim, do you mind if I hang this on the wall? You know, I'm going to take down this crappy cycling poster you've had up for 10 years. <laughs> oh, does this thing do- <laughs> This is the one he's got. Uh, he's got some Jittery Joes dude uh, from... He really uh, likes the tour Georgia, Georgia poster up on his wall.
0: <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> I've seen that. It's probably still up. I haven't been to his house in a few years. It probably is. But I is. bet you're right. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to talk about real cycling. Okay. First, I want to, before we talk about our 16-plate contests and liaison flesh and all that, I want to have a little suspense. I want to hear about Red Hook because I know you did the Red Hook last, this last weekend and I know you didn't use tubulars, so obviously it wasn't very pro that's true but I want I want to hear how the actual race went how well, how was it
1: so I uh I had this well I'm going to start I'm going to back up I'm going to I'm going to move back to this winter a little bit um <laughs> okay. where okay. where I had decided wholeheartedly with my whole being not to ride my bike at all in the winter cuz I'm no longer in Minnesota I don't have to ride in the cold. It's it's, you know, I could just wait until March when it was beautiful out and just do my riding then and race crits in June like you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. You know, Minnesota's heard
0: Boston's nice in March. Usually A lot of snow, right? Usually. Usually.
1: So, okay. so my plan got derailed in February mm-hmm. uh when I could have been out riding my bike normally and uh there was 8 feet of snow here. Anyway, um long story short, Somehow I happened to be online at the exact time that the Red Hook registration opened. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, hey, I I actually have been meaning to go to New York. This event seems kind of cool, but I've never really like had the chance to go. I should just go spectate. And I was like, well, shit, maybe I should just sign up because I don't know. I'm here. So I signed up and I paid my money and I got in and it sold out apparently in like two minutes. So I don't know. How I did this, but I got in and uh and lo and behold, I went to Red Hook last week, and i uh I cobbled together a track bike uh pulled the frame out from the basement, dusted it off, borrowed some wheels um some clinchers they were awesome uh I had a lot of stress about what gear to ride' cause what I've gear never, did you pick? I've never done a fixed gear crit, and so okay, so the way Red Hook is set up is. So many people register that it's impossible for them all to race, right? So you have to do qualifying uh, heats, kind of like a, a NASCAR or something or a MotoGP, where you do your your fastest lap that you can, right? And then individually, you, no, well, no, in heats. in heats. So you're like thirty okay. thirty people on the on the course, and you are basically not racing each other. You're just racing to do your fastest lap, right? And you get twenty okay. minutes. You do as many laps as you want, and your fastest one is your is your qualifying time?
0: Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I, re- I thought it was just a series of crits until you got to a final crit. But it's like, well, it's, it's a race within a race at the, all at the same time.
1: It's got a little bit of both because you you qualifying time. So the top eighty five go to the final. Okay. The next uh, however many mm. like eighty fifth to a hundred and fiftieth, they can all race the second chance race. Yeah. Um, and the top ten of that race get to go to the final as well. Oh, okay. So that's you. It's a big final. It's a big final, yeah. It's a big event. It was. It was really yeah. a lot of people, a lot of vendors, a lot of professionalism. I uh, I made the joke. Really? Yeah, I made the joke this weekend that uh, more than once actually that this event seems like what people who don't do bike races think a bike race should be like. <laughs> like really, really dialed in, really professional, really like you know warm up areas for everyone with rollers and like. You know, like, cordoned off the little areas for the athletes, like, athlete village and all this stuff. And, like, uh, it's not really how it is. But, hey, it was It was like a make-believe. It was like being in, you know, in a movie of what a bike race should be like. Anyway, so my qualifying heat, I was in the third uh, qualifying group. I, uh, I didn't really know what I was getting into or what my tactics would be or what gear I should ride. So, after some Googling, I just, I chose, <laughs> you I, choose? most people, it sounded like most people were racing, uh, last year or the year before, I forget what, um, like a fifty-one fifteen. So pretty much, year. pretty much what you'd be racing on the track. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe, maybe it's slightly tall even for that.
0: They were doing that for the final or for the qualifier. Cause I can see for the qualifier, you might want a bigger gear because you're just rolling it up. Yep. You know? Yep. And you do a couple hot laps, and you take a lap off, and you do a hot lap. But for the race, you might want a smaller gear.
1: Exactly. So that was my this was my struggle, and that right. was my strategy, actually. I uh, I decided... Good. You're a genius. Yeah. I decided I was going to roll a slightly bigger gear than that for the qualifier, and then roll that gear for the next race, whichever one I happen to be in. Um, yeah, so I rolled a lot a, of gear. I rolled a 49-14, because I figured okay. once I get it up to speed... It's fine. Like, all you got to do is get it moving, and that thing just goes, right? Yeah. Um, And the course was cool. It was super, like, good pavement. Everything was fine. Like, the turns, there was one hairpin. It wasn't really a big deal. A lot of people came to grief there, but uh, I didn't think it was a big deal. Anyway, uh, my qualifying time was not so good because it turns out most people in the race, like, hook up with other people beforehand that's what i was thinking and they do you know they have a little group of five or six and they just rail it you know and so they all get good times and i'm out there kind of by myself or trying to get on one guy's wheel and like you know so i was struggling i was in the struggle train and uh that that was definitely due to my inexperience i don't think i probably eh, i don't know how much better i would have done but i could have definitely shaved some good amount of seconds off of my time
0: does it stay together during the qualifier or does it just immediately break up into like no, little groups it, it of blows three apart
1: four. it blows apart because you got 20 minutes yeah and you know so you could do a fast lap and then do two slow laps and then try again for a fast lap or you know however you want and everybody's got different strategies so there's like half the guys are going fast half are going slow you know get there's people everywhere so it's like
0: are people running into each other than in qualifiers? Because that seems like that's exactly. like practice time on the track, and it's <laughs> just the scariest time. It's scarier than the races.
1: It's very similar to actually the warm up time on the track where where your guys that's are just yelling miserable. like, yeah, like ah,
0: hot did you lap, hear hot stick? they're running. Did no. you hear a stick? No. Oh really? Because no one's a tracky. Because no one's a tracky. Yeah. A stick. Everyone yeah. would think there was a stick on the ground, and they'd all <laughs> they jump. start would. trying to bunny hop.
1: Who shoots stick? Yeah. <laughs> no, a lot of a uh, lot of guys yelling hot lap. You know to. To basically <laughs> meant that they were gonna blow past you, so don't move.
0: Um, I'm gonna just yell "hot lap" when I pass people on the way to work tomorrow.
1: Yeah, hot lap. Hot, hot lap. I gotta go work. Strava. Kind of the same thing,
0: right? It is kind of the same thing. I suppose. So okay, yeah. So um,
1: so I just did the qualifying. I didn't do any of the other events. I last time I checked, I was qualified for the last chance, but I I may have got bumped out. I'm not even sure. Um, but I didn't want to do it cause I figured those were the sketchy dudes who were all engine and not a lot of skills. So, so I didn't, uh, I didn't partake. Um,
0: um, was the weather nice? Cause I remember I didn't look at pictures. I have also been out of town, but I was out of town in the boonies with no internet all weekend. So were uh, what did it rain? Was it like last year? Was it like last year looked like the worst thing in the world? Like it made yeah. me think that is the last thing I ever want to do. And somehow that made you sign up.
1: Yeah. So it was beautiful. It was like 55, 60 and like pleasant out. Um, and it's, it's on the water. It's actually a really nice venue. Um, it's basically like a parking lot kind of crit, but, uh, so perfectly flat, which is great for the fixed gear, obviously. Yeah. Um, you know, it was, it was pretty cool. Um, I probably would have been happy if it rained because I think I could have, you know, would have slowed other people down and I was already going slow so it was, it was fine.
0: Yeah. I you know what I never personally like crits in the rain, but I've thought back over the years and I think my best crit results are always when it's like like yeah. it's a little rainy. And I'm miserable the whole time, and then at the end of it, I'm like, oh, it's my best result of the year, because nobody else wanted to show up yep. or race. Yep, so.
1: same with me in road racing yeah. and stuff. I'm just like, I don't know if it's from the messengering or what. Like, Just like, oh, I can ride around in the rain for eight hours and be miserable.
0: You can be miserable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So would you do it again?
1: I would, but I would want to do it with... A little crew of people it was it was a bit lonely being there by yourself, like um, a wolf pack, like a wolf pack, like a uh I don't know <laughs> like so uh, we'd have to come up with a cool team name, you, you need
0: know? a cool name, yeah, yeah. you need a team name and uh, like we'd a pack of people definitely
1: need some like well graphically designed kits, um yeah. You yeah, know, and probably colorful tires, but uh
0: colorful tires, I would probably assume really arrow like a, a thick tubed aluminum frames. Yep. yep. Maybe I rust Denny, probably.
1: Probably. <laughs> and, uh, um, we would need some, definitely need some Chinese carbon, uh, track wheels.
0: Yeah. Those are the best for whipping around on city streets at <laughs> 35 miles an hour.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, anyway, cool. so the event itself was really cool. We're, we're, we're talking about this for a while, so I'm going to wrap it yeah. up. But, uh, um, the event was awesome. The the finals, both the men's and women's were amazing. Um they hauled ass around that course and it was it was good. There was definitely some carnage. It wasn't as chaotic and crash filled as uh, you would be led to believe by all the promos and stuff you see floating around on the internet. Um yeah. although there were definitely some crashes. Um the dude who won the men's race was a former pro from Sonia Duvall. Uh, was yeah. it Kobo? <laughs> no, it wasn't Kobo. <laughs> was it Rico? It wasn't Rico. <laughs> I don't think they let him. They might do the Grand Fondo in New York, but I don't think they let him do Red Hook. Who? Who was it? I'm uh, really
0: interested.
1: It was this dude. Uh, I'm gonna Ivan. Oh man! It was Ivan Ravioli. <laughs> Ravalioli. <laughs> it wasn't Ravioli. Right. I'm making. I don't up, know them. It was very okay. close to that. But he was on cool. Sonia Duvall in 2005. I looked him up, and uh, ah. and I was like, oh, I don't feel bad about how yeah. how my qualifying time looked in comparison to their that dude's.
0: Um, yeah, he's obviously no joke. Okay. Yeah. So, Holy cow.
1: Yeah, there were definitely some big teams uh, there all on representing their weird track bike brands that I've never heard of. I also yeah. realized how out of touch with track racing. I don't know if these are track racing brands or if they're just street fixie brands or what, but... Man, there's, there's a, a million. There's yeah. a lot of aluminum aero track bikes out there that I've never heard of before.
0: Everyone has started an aluminum track bike aero company. Yeah, but yeah, I agree. I the same way. Like when I'm been in, at an Alley Cat in the last five years, I'm like, where? Who makes all these bikes? Where do these things come from?
1: I don't know. I don't get it. But anyway, cool. so that was Red Hook. Definitely worth checking out. Um, I definitely not for everyone, but. Uh, if you're ever in the area, definitely go spectate. It's amazing. It's it's pretty cool to watch. Um, and uh, let's 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 move ahead here. Like let's pretend Tim Coach Tim is here, uh, being like, "Okay, you guys, blah, blah, blah. moving on. We gotta go. We got we got a lot of agenda to get through.
0: We got a lot of agenda. Well, let's talk so. let's talk flesh alone then. We we did a 16th place contest. I I got a list there for a second. We, we got a 16th place contest for the women's flesh alone. We did. Um, Almost a week ago today, mm-hmm. we've obviously been slow. But, mm-hmm. Spencer, you have the results. Who I do. Who won that for us?
1: So, uh, the cl- <laughs> unfortunately, the closest guess from all of the 16th place picks we had mm-hmm. was, was little guy Matt Allen. Oh! I know. <laughs> you didn't nail it. You didn't get the 16th no. place, but uh, you uh, picked- closest. You picked eighteenth place uh with uh Elisa Lango borgani um, yes. from Wiggle Honda. Um But who nobody, are we gonna give stuff away to? Nobody really nobody else really got very close. <laughs> so our uh our education on women's racing, uh inspired by Mo Bruno Roy on her interview episode, uh continues. Uh, the education continues. Uh, our listeners yeah. are gonna have to get a little smarter with their picks. <laughs> Uh but surprisingly
0: we... I was the smartest which I will have to admit as I am not very knowledgeable about women's racing. I have a lot lot to learn.
1: That's, that's
0: dumb very... luck. So what know.
1: we what we decided to do we had uh we had four gifts or four prizes I mean um this week from uh from Barfly and from uh Flat Black Coffee here in Boston. Um so we we're going to give away two to the men's race and two to the women's race. So we just picked uh two random Twitter, uh, picks at random from our women's race to give prizes away to, to just say, Hey, thanks for trying it out, giving it a shot. Um, and, uh, drawn out of the hat are at and Swan, uh, and, and, uh, at sick Watts. Uh, they both, uh, entered That's a good one. That is a good one.
0: I like that name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they both entered our, uh, our contest here and, uh, you know, gave it a shot. Um, they didn't win, but they also won. Um so congrats to them. <laughs> that should uh, be our
0: slogan. Hey, we didn't win, but we also won. Yep. <laughs> I like it. Yep. Cool. Well congratulations to you guys and uh, maybe next time you'll beat me for real. Yeah. Maybe. Probably. Probably. Um, um I do you watch Flesh, either of the Flesh Men's or Women's?
1: I did I No, I didn't. No.
0: I just watched the finish of the men's. Okay. It was kind of how I expected.
1: Yeah, An
0: evil man won.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway, Liege, Bastogne, Liege. Who won Liege, Bastogne, Liege? Oh, Valverde oh, won again.
1: Val- oh, Valterde.
0: What a <laughs> bummer. But I got to say, I, I got to take my hat off to the guy. He's probably dirty, but he sure is a good bike racer.
1: You know, and that's why I hate him. <laughs> Like he's, I mean if I didn't he, know so much about him, I would really like the way he races.
0: Yeah, he had two wins this week, and I I if I'm thinking back correctly to Amstel, he he might have been on the podium, I think.
1: Yeah, so, well, I mean he's been there like a hundred times anyway, so
0: I could have just looked at a picture from a different year. Yeah, who knows? He's ageless and he's good and he's frustrating. But Valverde won uh Flesh and Liege, but who are our 16th place winners? Those are the people that really matter.
1: So, 16th place is a is a personal hero to you and I from uh, mm-hmm. long ago, long before his his sudden downfall, which <laughs> we may have had something to do with. Well, inadvertently. I mean, yeah. um, so, personal 16th <laughs> the big winner in the race, 16th place was uh, Gasparato.
0: Oh, um, a man who disappears for the entire year except for one week. He comes out of a hole and finishes really good. I mean, yeah. he has good. He consistently good in this week every year, and then he he's terrible the rest of the year.
1: Mm-hmm. Has
0: it's, he ever won anything? Not in this one week in April.
1: Oh, probably not. I don't uh, know. Not in 10 not. years
0: not. Not since he was a junior.
1: So so Gasparato uh, finishes 16th place. Uh, he's he's not going to join the team. Uh, we've got the 16th place team going. Um, but uh, yeah, I think he maybe <laughs> we're not going to extend a contract offer to him. Um, mm, probably not. But we did have two Twitter users that did choose him uh, in our 16th place contest. Nice. So they will be getting barfly saddlebags and in uh, the flat black uh, coffee. And those are uh, at Ejorg and at Kevin Jones, who both correctly chose on the nose Gosperado in 16th place. So congrats Good to work. them.
0: He's a good pick. He's definitely a guy who's not quite a top 10 threat anymore, but he's there. It was a good it was a good choice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Smarter he's than he's my... on some
1: random little team now. He was on Astana for a while. Wanty. Is that what he's, he's on, on? Wanty.
0: Yeah, he's on Wanty. Job I don't know. Wanty.
1: Is Lucman's on Wanty too?
0: Lukman's too. Want <laughs> Lucman's and Gasparato <Guess> <laughs> are like kind of of the same cloth of these guys that were like podium threats like five, six years ago, and now there's 16-place <laughs> threats. And so it's making me think Wanty maybe is making a team just to get their name on this podcast. Could have been.
1: Yeah, it's true. That would be a smart move.
0: Um, I have a strange little story very quickly about uh, Liege and okay. my my, my, Liege, my Liege weekend. I didn't get to watch Liege because I was camping, and so I, I pulled into Decorah, Iowa, and I found some Wi-Fi and I looked up and I watched the end of the race and went, Ah, Valverde. And then I get in the van to leave Decora, Iowa. There's a roadie coming down the street. He's got a bonesto jersey on. Right? Ooh, I like it. All right. And I'm so I, I start yapping to Caitlin about how oh Valverde's on Movistar and Movistar is basically Benesto from back in the day, and she's, like, falling asleep. She's like, this is the most boring <laughs> conversation ever, probably. So I'm talking about that, how, oh, that guy, you know, that's basically the same team, and, oh, they're dirty, too, and blah, 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 And um, so we drive down the road, and we drive through a few little towns,
1: uh-huh.
0: and then we come into this town of Festina. Festina, that's- Iowa? festina iowa so then i start yapping on and on about <laughs> festina and how how oh my gosh now we're in the town of festina i just saw a benesto jersey it's all the same era of cycling and caitlin said something like well maybe that roadie was riding from festina and then i went on a long story about how oh alex zula was on festina and then he <laughs> sort of rode away from festina after getting busted took his band got on benesto and then podiumed in the tour
1: yeah Yeah.
0: So anyway, that's a story that I've had in my head that doesn't make a ton of sense. Um, But you can see the sort of logic I had and how excited I was with the Bonesto and the and the Festina.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, good job. I like that. This is Ryan. Ah. This is Ryan. Ah. This is Ryan Woodall, Florida's first cyclocross national champion. You're listening
0: to the Slow Ride podcast. Let's get no, back like to it. real news. Um, speaking of doping, your favorite, one of your favorite cyclocross racers, Tom Oh Tom Muson oh. oh. yeah, got he, cleared. He's of in, uh, his baby food doping allegations yeah, or whatever. He's,
1: he's in his right shoes, you know. Yeah, like he's, like he's always That's said true. since 2012. He's In his right shoes. He's in his right shoes. That was my favorite quote from him ever.
0: <laughs> so what do you think? Do you think this means that Greg Van Airmount is going to get off? Because he's supposedly in trouble for working with the same doctor.
1: Well, you know, uh, Dr. Gerber did have him on the good stuff.
0: <laughs> he did this year. He rode really well on he's, that stuff. And yep. so did Moosen for a while this year. He rode really well, too. Not,
1: Not good enough to win anything still. No. But... You know, GBA—he's definitely on the Gerber plan. Um, no, I shouldn't say that. I don't know if he's on the Gerber plan.
0: <laughs> we're gonna get—we're gonna get in trouble for slander one of these from days. From Gerber. Um, from Gerber probably. Well, that was interesting. I saw that today. Uh, speaking of slander, did you see the Greg Henderson tweets against Fabio uh, Aru of no. Astana? No, I was I traveling all it's...
1: weekend, and I'm. I've, I've, Disconnected from the Twitters.
0: I think it's deleted now, but he he basically insinuated that Aru had a passport case against him.
1: Aru he, Aru, Aru Aru our our GC hope from Astana.
0: Yeah, because oh. he's sick and he's out. He he missed Trentino with a stomach virus. Is now he, he is he is he pumpity. air quotes
1: sick or? Well,
0: I would assume because stomach virus air quotes stomach virus. I don't know what <laughs> Henderson. Obviously, if somebody has a stomach virus and they miss multiple stage races. We all, you and me and Tim, if he was here, we'd all be like, oh, yeah, I bet he's sick. And we make air quotes, too. Yeah. Greg Henderson did the same thing, but he said it on Twitter. And he basically called out Aru and said, oh, good riddance, get out of the sport. And now Aru is threatening to, to sue him. So that's kind of funny. Um, Henderson's de- deleted the tweet, I looked. So. So, he does,
1: so he doesn't get sued.
0: So he doesn't get sued, though I think Aru's already threatened. So I don't know, you know. what's going to come of that.
1: I, I don't think missing, so. I don't think anything bad can happen to anyone from making a tweet.
0: <laughs> no. It can't. No,
1: that can that's that's not a thing that happens. It just happened to Twitter today. Huh.
0: They lost all their money because of a tweet.
1: Oh um, poor Twitter. Anyway.
0: You didn't see that, huh?
1: Well, I saw some random rumblings about it and uh but I didn't I hadn't seen what actually happened and i forgot to follow up on it and maybe i don't know no i, I just I wasn't really privy to it
0: yeah well so, i don't know kind of weird i don't know if he had you know more insider i'm, I'm
1: mostly scared about your scoop knowledge. you're scooping me on internet stuff like especially I know. twitter stuff
0: i'm scooping you on twitter that's, that's pretty crazy out.
1: oh man we had a big scoop story actually uh uh yesterday we we're we're recording one day late and without Tim uh because Tim's been very much delayed by his uh his wife's uh you know accomplishments uh getting in the way of Tim's you know fuckery so um so actually Tim had this big email he sent us yesterday where he got the got the drop on uh on some very uh meaty you know story that we we were going to break here on the flowride podcast first the first yeah. worldwide media outlet to have this information and break it you could, because you we don't want to pull it, sir. Yeah. We don't care about those, uh, PR rules, uh, when they send out press releases that, you know, things should be kept quiet until a certain time, mm. you know, we're not the press. No. Um, not at all. S- but then Tim, uh, went ahead and canceled our, our, our recording from last night and, uh, and he's not here now so I can make fun of him, but, uh, yeah, we had the we had the scoop on the Ted King retiring. Uh we were going to break that news yesterday. Uh we had to delay until today and uh, now it's out in all the major uh, media. So yeah. Good job, Tim. Thanks a lot. You dropped the ball for us. We were <laughs> we were about to blow up and be rich and famous and now we're now we're just a couple of schlubs in our basements.
0: What do you uh what do you you make of that Ted K thing because I kind of imagine he's retiring because he saw the writing on the wall that he wasn't going to be back at Garmin next year because they're terrible right now, and they're obviously going to clean house.
1: Yeah, they their merger, you know, I mean, any kind of merger, it's going to take some work and some figuring out. Um, you they're know, I'm sure trouble. there's a lot of back-end stuff that, you know, mechanics and all kinds of different stuff you got to work out, but, uh, yeah, it's... It's kind of ugly for them right now, and I, I imagine there'll be a lot of turnover.
0: I imagine there'll be a lot. I also, you know, have you heard this? I've heard this with other writers, and I'm now I'm just sort of like speculating because I can't think of any of the other writers' actual names. <laughs> the previous Garmin writers I've heard just like say like Vauders isn't actually involved. Like he's not there. Like they've never seen him even. You know, uh-huh. or like people saying like, oh, you know, he didn't even call me until September you know to mention he wasn't going to renew my contract and sort of stuff
1: right yeah i think I've heard i just heard like
0: rumblings of that
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that doesn't seem like that bodes well especially for a team that's the combination of two teams that now is doing terribly like yeah. just having a terrible year it has to be a pretty stressful scene at that well, team. it's,
1: it's interesting you know you get rid of uh all our former U.S. postal guys, uh, and 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 suddenly the team's just no good anymore. Most of them, except Tommy D's still riding. Did you know that? I didn't actually know. That. I like I like through the about results.
0: I, I I don't even know what it was. A couple of weeks ago, I was looking through the results of some race, and it was like it was a decent result, and I was like, Tommy Danielson, really? I thought he was. I just. I just hadn't thought about him for so long. Just figured but he
1: didn't make the cut. Yeah.
0: I just haven't even seen. I figured they only raced him in the U.S. or something.
1: Huh. I, I don't know. know. I thought he
0: was on their Masters team.
1: I'm not <laughs> <even> sure. <laughs> he's no gummy bear, you know. Like he's not in the news oh. all the time.
0: Man, Tim called me the other day just to tell me that the gummy bear was looking really good, and he like sent me a picture. And he did have some decent results in the Arden. I mean, dec- like he's moving up. He's getting better. I don't. Mm-hmm. I still don't think he's gonna win anything. But I think also AG2R they have they have too many GC riders. Like oh, they have, yeah. kind, they kind of don't have anything to do with. Like, like what are you gonna do They're with like, with Beckintour? Like he's not good enough to be your GC guy. And but you're not a schlub of a team enough anymore to just randomly back this guy who's out of shape all the time. Yeah. Like they have they have Postavio who's flying, and you got the Giro coming up. Yeah. And they've got Bardet who's flying right now, too. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got, and you've got Jean-Christophe be yeah,
1: the oldest be man good. who
0: keeps getting better, who's going to crush it and win the Tour this it's year. He's the
1: French Chris Horner, yeah.
0: He's the French Chris Horner. The... <laughs> and the French obviously honor their elders yeah. and don't make them ride for Safeway Airgas. They let them ride <laughs> on a pro Tour team and That's... actually partake in the good races. That's... Another reason yeah. why the French are doing it all right.
1: <laughs> yeah, I saw that photo. Tim Tim sent that to me as well and uh I got to say that the jersey uh from a few weeks ago was looking pretty tight on uh, on the gummy bear and so now now it's, now it's looking like it it it's not about to burst at the seams anymore. Uh, so poor guy,
0: he's probably so hungry. <laughs> probably, they're probably not is. they're probably not letting him eat. Well, as oh, Tim we...
1: as Tim likes to say, you know, the the gummy bear, he's like the green one, you know. Everybody likes him. So
0: <laughs> okay. I don't know what else. I, oh, I have one more thing I have to say unless you have anything else to say. No, what do you got? I know I have to mention uh, Tintin Rebelin oh. won, a, won a stage of the Tour of Turkey. Um, speaking and of so, turkeys. Speaking of our elders <laughs> who have raced for a long time, um, he didn't win in the Ardennes. Like I was hoping uh, a classic win from 2005 would come back, but God, he won so something. And I bet he looks, like, nervous and uncomfortable on the podium. I haven't looked at the podium shots yet, but yeah. I'm looking forward to it. You know I love Rebellin.
1: He's he's, um, he's the only guy that could have won in Ardennes' race that I'd be less happy about than Valverde winning. <laughs> he's the yeah, only I guy. I can see that. Yeah.
0: But were you happy about um, the guy who finished second, whose name I'm going to mangle now, uh, Alaphilippe? French dude who finished second Philippe. in... Uh, Philippe.
1: yeah um, that was great he was so great. young yeah and that's really good to see and and a lot of people actually made uh the point of saying like wow look at how excited he was like how pumped he was or how angry he was you know to to have yeah. lost to Valverde and and how the you know the passion that he had for it obviously and all that stuff like was really good to see out of somebody you know so young
0: yeah, so, I was impressed. He's only a name I've heard and not really um heard you know, seen anything from and just like to come out. Isn't he a Neo pro? This is his first year? Yeah, this first is his first year. year. This is That's first ridiculous. Year. It is second in Liege, second in flesh. It's crazy. Some scary fast guys. Yep. Um Alright. I don't know what else if I have anything else to say.
1: All right. Well, let's let's wrap it up. We'll make it a short one this week because Tim wasn't in there uh, talking about a whole bunch of nonsense. It's um, probably
0: still just the same length.
1: Yeah. <laughs> ne- Next week we'll have our Giro preview. Uh, we'll talk all about the 16th place on 16th stage that we're going to run. Uh, we'll start up our uh, Velo Games League for the Giro, uh, so I can dominate you guys again like last year, where I swept all three Grand Tours. Uh, just I've been doing research
0: that. on sprinters. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of sprinter research, and I'm, good. I swear I can figure it out. Uh-huh. I promise. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that sounds good. I like that. That all sounds good. Okay. Um,
1: just pick one from MTN Quebecca, and you'll be fine. <laughs> it's
0: true. I'll just I'll <laughs> write all the MTN Quebecca guys' names on a wall, and I'll <laughs> throw a dart, and uh, it's probably the best sprinter in the drill. It's
1: probably pretty close. Yeah, it can't be too far off, right?
0: Yeah, should be fine. Um, let's cool. see we got we, we have to thank uh barfly
1: oh Black, yeah Black Absolutely. coffee
0: for offering prizes for the flesh alone women's race and the liege men's race mm-hmm. and uh spencer i believe you have an outro you want to say
1: uh i do <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah outros um yeah so thanks for uh thanks for listening um We also, uh, we didn't thank BK1 for our intro music and outro music. Um, Thanks to him. And, uh, yeah, this has been the Slow Ride Podcast, episode number 54. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you on the next coffee stop. Was that good? That was stupid.
0: That was pretty smooth. Whatever. We're going to stick with it. Let's do it. Let's roll with it. Coach Tim isn't
1: here. We get to make decisions now. That's true. That was the best. All right. The Slow Ride Podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source,
0: theslowridepodcast.com, and on Twitter at theslowridepod.